Good morning. I want to welcome everyone once again to the prayer call. My name is Heather Dawkins, and I am the facilitator for this morning. You know, we have 12 days left until, actually 11 days left until Christmas, when we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, this season holds many things for all of us. Some of us are very busy with the usual busyness of this uh, this season promotes. Some are feeling lonely without family or friends near. Some are feeling the loss of a loved one. But whatever it is, know that Jesus came to give us all hope. I have a little book, and it's called The Seven Words of Christmas. Time does not permit spending um, any moments, any long moments, excuse me. It just does not permit that because of our time. But I would say, excuse me, I would say to you, write them down. Then read about that miraculous night. And these Seven words are salvation, favor, blessed, guidance, joy, redemption, and peace. Think about those. Are not these the things that you would love to have in greater abundance in your life and in your home? Salvation, favor, blessed. Guidance, joy, redemption, peace. Second Corinthians 9 and 15 says, Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Hallelujah. So let me continue sharing uh, who our team is this morning. First, we want to acknowledge and give honor to Bishop Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. They are the shepherds that God has set over new destiny. And we speak blessing over them this day. And may this holiday season, this time when we celebrate the birth of Jesus, may they sense and feel him closer than ever before. So we speak blessing over them and especially over their family and their children, their grandchildren. Hallelujah. Then we have our controller, whom we could not do without. You know, they're the ones that rise up earlier than the rest of us and to make sure that the call is up and running. And so our controller this morning is Tanika Smothers. And I want to say good morning to Tanika. And I want to say thank you. Thank you to you, Tanika. And I wish you a Merry Christmas. I do. Our prayer leader this morning is Sister Myrna Whetstone. She will be praying over requests and sharing praise reports. So how are you this morning, Myrna? Good morning, Mother. I am wonderful, a little chilly, but wonderful. Thank you. (laughs) How are you? So good to hear you. Thank you. I'm good. And yes, 
there is a chill in the air, but there is warmth in the presence of the Almighty. Amen. Mm-hmm. It is good Amen. to hear you. Yes. And Merry Christmas to you and your entire family, hon. Thank you. And our devotion leader is Elder Claude Lang, and I know I'm excited to hear the word that he's going to bring, and I hope that you are excited also. So don't let the chilliness of the morning um, keep you from focusing um, on the word this morning. So good morning, Elder. How are you doing? Good morning, Elder. I am doing well. Um, and good morning to uh, Sister Tanika and Sister Myrna and to Bishop and Pastor and, and all those on the line this morning. It is a chilly but a wonderful, wonderful God-made morning today. Amen. A God-made morning. Absolutely. Because if he didn't make this day, we wouldn't be here. Amen. Excuse me. Anyway, I do want to say good morning to you. Merry Christmas to you and your entire family. We thank God for you. So let's pray. Let's uh, go to the Lord in a word of prayer as Elder Claude is getting ready. Father, thank you for every opportunity that we're given to hear a truth from your word. May we always desire, always, to know more, to hear more, so that we can live a more abundant life. Trouble is everywhere. Darkness is everywhere. But when the word comes, it brings and is light, and it pushes the darkness back. We thank you for illuminating your word this morning through our elder as he comes. Use him, Father. Speak through him. Let our hearts be open and let us hear what you have for us this day to live a more abundant life in the training, the training of our children, which is so important. Father, thank you. We give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Elder, we are ready to receive the light. Amen. It's all yours. Amen. Amen. Okay, well, uh, this morning uh, we're going to uh, go to Proverbs. Of course, you know Proverbs is the best training ground for every soul um, in this planet. And uh, like uh, Elder just spoke, uh, we are uh, wanting to train our children, um, but we want to train them in a way that their lives will glorify God. Proverbs 14 and 2 in the NLT says, Those who follow the right path fear the Lord, and those who take the wrong path despise him. So essentially it's saying you're following after the Lord and you're listening to him and you're you're willing 
and obedient and, and hopeful on every word that, you know, he has. This is why Jesus, you know, went and spoke to each of his disciples saying, follow me, follow me. And this is a proof that you love the Lord. I'll, I'll hit that again as we dive into you know, what we're saying this morning. Now, <clears throat> dare I say that you know everybody knows that God is good. Everybody knows this, and you're like, how does that? How how how, how does everybody know that, Elder Aaron? Well, everybody knows it, or at least we know that on the last day of life on this planet, they will know that he truly has been good, whether they acknowledged him or not. In that moment, all will know that that is true. All throughout our lives, we are faced with choices every day, and we choose right or wrong every day, every minute of the day. As children, we learn right from wrong, good and evil, at a very early age. But it isn't until we truly know the Lord for ourselves that we learn that knowing, knowing is based on a relationship with him. It's not based on trying to avoid being in the wrong or doing wrong. No, no, it's based on a relationship Eventually, we learn that God never stops loving us. Even when we think that we can try to hide our wrongs or cover up our mistakes from view or embarrassment, our God is a just God. And we learn that he will make whatever is wrong right. When my children... <clears throat> were younger. My wife and I, we, we came up with these three simple words that they could live by. And if you ask them today, they probably could quote them easily. They, these three simple words are generous, grateful, and genuine. We call them the three Gs. We taught them how to give gifts and to expect nothing back from a person except, hopefully, to see a positive response. It's like giving God praise. We don't praise God to win his attention or, or his favor. We do it because he is good, and we want to give him something out of the joy of our hearts showing him how much we appreciate him. And God is so good that he gives us friends and loved ones that we can share that same expression here on the earth. We taught them that being generous has a far greater recompense than withholding or being stingy. We taught them how Jesus is our best example of generosity. 
because he gave his entire life to us. But all we have to do is give whatever has been given to us. Yes, Jesus told the disciples, he said, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. That's in Matthew 10, chapter 8. I'm sorry, that's chapter 10, verse 8. We taught our children how to be grateful. Never look down on anyone for what they have or don't have. And whatever anyone does for you, be grateful. Be grateful. Because it was God that put it on their heart to do you good, not the devil. Be grateful for where you are in life because God is merciful enough to let you live to see and experience life in the land of the living and not the dead. Be grateful for another opportunity to give thanks to God for this day no matter what happens. And finally, we taught them how to be genuine. Genuine, yes. Genuine in everything that you do. We taught them, be real. Be real, because fake can only last so long before people figure it out, and then they will lose interest. Be real and be true. Can you imagine if God was ever fake to us? That's hard to imagine. And he could never be that way, by the way, even if he tried. The word says that he could never deny himself. Unimaginable. But being genuine is being your innate self. It's your true self with nothing to hide, nothing to gain, no agenda, no scheme, just the bare naked true goodness of you. It's like the you on the day that you were born. No past, no issues. You haven't even sinned yet. You don't even know how to do that. Only the pure, sweet, gentle goodness in bodily form with nothing but the hope of a bright future. That's what being genuine means. Now that our children are older, our children are still learning the three G's, but on the adult level. This requires a deep self-reflection. 
a life study. You know, you can study lots of things. You can even study the Word. But you need to study life, your life. Yes. You need to do a life study, retrospect on yourself. This requires exposure, time, and application over and over and over again, looking for the best results each time. We taught our children, you're going to make mistakes. That's how you will learn to use your faith. If you, if you don't make mistakes, then your faith will never be used. It'll never get you the results that you're looking for unless you face exposure, time, and application. One thing about the three Gs, is they keep you honest. You can't hide and you can't get away with anything in the three G's. <laughs> they each work off of the other and they are forever connected. We have raised and are still raising our children in a way that they should go. And this simple childhood lesson has taught them how to build a life that glorifies God. Now that they have learned these three simple skills, it's up to them to go out and apply them to get the right results. And that, my friends, is the gospel of the kingdom in all its simplicity and practical glory. Remember the three G's. Grateful, genuine, and being generous. I pray your heart will be ready to be generous this season because that's who our God is. He's grateful for us. He wants to be our God. He is genuine. He is God. He is everything that we need and we could ever imagine. He is good all the time. Whew. He is amazing. And he is generous to us because he gave his only, only son to us. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your goodness. I thank you, Lord, that the three G's that you gave to us, is, it's not just for us, but it's for every soul that will see how good you are and how, Lord God, patient you are and how gentle and kind you are and how real you are to us. Every parent can learn from this. Every child can learn from this. We pray, Lord God, this morning that those that are on this call that were about to give up on their children or 
felt bad about how they have raised their children or think that they're doing a bad job, we pray, Lord God, that they hear these things, these simple things that you have applied to us in all its simplicity, that they can start applying that even to their adult children, Lord, and get a better result. We pray that today in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 That was that was an awesome word. Hallelujah. The three G's <clears throat> generous, grateful, and genuine. And it's never too late, never too late to think about the three G's. We train up our children because we want them to be successful. Successful in the kingdom of God. That's number one. And we want them to be successful in life. And that was really a a powerful word. And we can take the three G's and we can apply it to ourselves. That we're going to be generous. We're going to be generous and we're going to be grateful and we are going to be genuine. Can you imagine the world living the three G's? Elder, that was awesome, powerful, wonderful. Thank you. I knew that God was going to just speak through you this morning, and he certainly did. So God bless you. God bless you. It's our time now when we go into prayer. And so I'm going to ask uh, Sister Myrna if she will come. And uh, may we all be united with her. And I ask, Holy Spirit, that you will flow through her as she enters into the courts of heaven, presenting the needs of the people. May we all be in unison with her. Myrna, please come at this time. Yes, ma'am. Father God, we thank you. We come to you this morning, first and foremost, Father God, thanking you. Just for who you are, you are so, so, so good. We thank you for your presence this morning, for your continued faithfulness, for your forgiveness, for your grace, for your unconditional love, for guiding and directing us, and for everything that you are to us. Father, we lift up Kiana to you this morning. We ask, Father God, that you would provide her the strength and the wisdom to continue to be excellent on her job in the position that you have placed her in for such a time as this. Father, regardless of what is going on around her or what is being said about her, may Kiana remain steadfast, secure, bold, and confident in you first and in her position because she knows that you placed her there and then no one and nothing can move her unless you say so. Surround her with your peace, Father God, so that she will know that you are with her. May Kiana remain consistent and steadfast in her walk with you, Father God, to gain the momentum that she'll need to carry her through the situation. Father, we lift up Sandra Young 
who's in the hospital due to seizures and a stroke. We also lift up Jean Steele, who has a blockage in her bladder. We lift up Della and Glenn Brown, who need healing in their bodies. And Dennis Ward, who is in the hospital due to COVID, also has sepsis throughout his body, as well as bed sores. Father God, we ask that you would reveal the why to the doctors in in their care, to the specialists, and also to the nurses that are attending these dear ones, Father, so healing and restoration may begin in each of their bodies. Father, if it's a better diet, then reveal it. If it's generational, then reveal that too. Father, you said that by his stripes, they are the healed. And through salvation in Christ, they are the delivered. Father, you left nothing out. You provided it all for us. We declare that Sandra, Jean, Della, Glenn, and Dennis are healed, whole, delivered, and complete in you, Lord. Whatever is happening, Father God, we ask that you reveal the details to each of these, your precious ones, so that genuine healing and authentic deliverance can finally take place and they would continually walk in the freedom found in you and you alone. Father, we lift up those that don't have a home this winter and ask, Father, that warming spaces be opened up within the communities of Pittsburgh and Oakland and the surrounding cities in order for the unhoused to be warm and safe from the elements. May they find a place, Father God, that would show them kindness, not judgment, so they would feel welcomed and wanted, a place where they could rest their heads in ease at night, a place, Father God, that would show each of these unfouls that they are loved by you. Father, if there was someone who has a home that they can open up to one of these dear ones and place it on their heart, and may they show them the kindness through obedience to what you've asked them to do. Father, we lift up Chris Hayes to you who is currently in jail due to false allegations that have already been proven false yet remain behind bars. Father, we ask for a quick release of your son, Chris. We don't know the whole story. We only know, Father, that nothing is impossible with you. Give Chris's attorney the wisdom to act swiftly on his behalf, to navigate his case, to present it wisely before the judge of this earth, but also the judge of heaven. And Father, while Chris is behind bars, may he hear your voice in the quiet of the night. May he call out to you for himself. May he praise you in advance like Paul and Silas did because he knows that you are working this out for his good. Touch Chris's heart, Father God, so that he could forgive the one who put him there to begin with. And may Chris grow in the knowledge and understanding of who you really are to him so that he will give you all the glory now in expectation of his release. Father God, we lift up Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, as well as Pastor Inga and Elder Sophia, 
their fa- and their families. Father, you know the burdens that they carry. You know what they're facing right now and what they will face tomorrow. We ask, Father God, that you continually provide them with strategies to maneuver through it with grace, with mercy, in love, and with all kindness. Father, you called them to their offices because you knew that they would completely and totally rely on you. May they remain in your presence, on their knees or on their face before you, and stay there until, until they receive their how-to, until they receive their answer, until they receive their breakthrough, until they receive whatever it is that they need from you right now. Cover and protect them in all that they do and everywhere that they go, and their children, and their grandchildren. Bless them with sweet sleep, and complete rest every night they lay their heads down. And when they rise, may they do so in your strength for the task that is set before them. Take them deeper in you, Father God. Keep them in perfect peace. Father, we have lifted your dear ones to you this morning one by one. Called them by name before your courts. And Father, as your spiritual warriors, we have united on one accord to pray and lift up your dear ones to you this morning to wreak havoc in the enemy's territory in order to dispel the powers of darkness and to release the brilliance of your great presence in every life and family that we have presented before you. Father, we ask that you have your way. Do what you do best. Show up mightily for each of your dear ones. We wait with great expectation the testimonies that will be brought forth, Father, because you are working on their behalf. May you be glorified and exalted. We give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor that is due to you. We seal each and every one of these lives, these situations, and these requests in the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Wow, that was a lot. There was a lot of requests this morning. So beautifully presented in the court of heaven. Thank you, Myrna, for praying. And we believe together, we believe together that God is already moving on behalf of these requests. <clears throat> and so, <clears throat> excuse me, and so we declare Matthew 18 and 19. It says, if two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, anything, my Father in heaven will do it for you. So we are believing that praise reports Praise reports are going to follow. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for answered prayer. Well, before we close, I want to go back to Elder Claude and see if he has anything more he would like to share with us about the three G's and how to raise and train up our children and grandchildren. Elder? 
Yes. I just have, you know, this simple prayer, again, um, you know, based on the scripture that I shared, you know, earlier in Proverbs 14 and 2, where it says, those who follow the right path fear the Lord, and those who take the wrong path despise him. Um, so I just have this simple prayer, you know, for you know, parents and for your children. And it just goes like this, Lord, remind us and our children how that following after you proves our love and affection for you. Show us just how pleased you are when we do what is right in accordance with your word. Let our hearts be opened wide with the integrity and righteousness you so desire for us to have and to live by in this world. Let us, Lord, and our children be reminded of your everlasting goodness towards those who seek first your kingdom and your righteousness and how you are a rewarder of those who diligently seek you. This I pray for all. Amen. 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 You know, a simple prayer. You know, I can hear people thinking, you know, I don't know how to pray. You don't have to have flowery words. You don't have to be fancy with your wording. All you have to be is genuine. Remember the three G's. Not just for your children, but for yourself. You know, God hears the cry of an individual. And if we say nothing, if we say nothing but cry out, Jesus, he already knows what that is all about. Why you are crying out in such a way. So, I want to say thank you. Thank you both to Elder Claude and to Sister Myrna and to Tanika and to each and every one of you. Thank you. Thank you for being part of the prayer call this morning. Thank you for learning about the three G's. And remember, your prayer does not have to be fancy. It just has to be from your heart unto the Father, for he will hear you. So I want to wish a Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. I pray that you will be on the call tomorrow. That will be our last call until uh, the first part of January. So I encourage you to encourage others to come on because I know it's going to be another morning where you're going to be blessed. We were blessed this morning by the what Elder said, three simple words, but the words were powerful, the three G's. We all need to learn to live by it because we'll make the world a better place. Hallelujah. So don't forget. Don't forget about those seven words of Christmas that God used to usher in the greatest gift that was ever given. 
which was his son. And these gifts are that he wants to give us as we celebrate the birth of Christ. So may you all be blessed this day as you go forth, living by the three G's. Hallelujah. Please open the line and let us worship together for a few minutes. Hallelujah. 